Get ready for the 2024 rookie draft right here, right now. Let's go. Let's go. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Dynasty After Dark. Sorry for last week, our absence, if you guys are still listening in season. But for a Dynasty show, this is kind of the dead time. This is the worst time of the year for for Dynasty podcasts. None of you guys care at all anyway what we have to say in season. So I'm not going to feel too bad about this. But thank you guys for joining us here today. And I'm excited because we're going to be going over the 2024 rookie mock draft just the first round we're going to be talking through our picks here Uh, maybe as time goes on as we get closer to the end of the season we'll do two rounds but there's a lot of fun players in this one so i'm excited to talk about these guys before we get into that though i'm your host calvin timms you can find me over on twitter x whatever you want to call it at tdc underscore calvin my co-host dale terry at dynasty underscore dale the podcast at FF After Dark. You can find the podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Google, Apple, anywhere the podcasts are really found. Rumble, YouTube and Rumble if you want to see our ugly mugs. Um, if you just want to listen to the audio, my soothing melody of a voice, mel- melodotis, whatever that word is. Um, but <laughs> you can find that everywhere else. So thank you guys for joining us today. And we're going to have some fun with this mock draft. And I'm going to tell Dale he's limited to three Ohio State players in this entire mock. Minimum. Minimum three no, that, Ohio you're State capped, players. You're <laughs> capped at three players. How are we doing today, Dale? Yes. Hey, I'm doing really good. Uh, I'm, I am really excited about this mock because we are going to have some receipts or how we view players so far, you know, mm-hmm. it's, I, I, I feel it's really hard to judge. I mean, it's, I mean, I mean, we're, we're, we're over halfway through the college football season. So we have a good glimpse of who's doing well, but still like it, it still doesn't always translate to the NFL draft in April and, right. and where these guys go with their combines, how the bowl games go, stuff like that. So I'm, I'm just really, I'm just really excited to get into it. So, so we can talk about some of these players and, and there's going to be a lot of players that we don't necessarily know a lot about that we're going to get to know here in the next few months. Oh, yeah, for sure. And that that's why I love doing it now. Um, you know, and if you're 100%. following the podcast, we're kind of getting into a trend and a routine here over the last couple of years. But after the actual NFL season and the fantasy season here, um, after the Super Bowl, we'll dive into it and give our initial rookie rankings for every position we're going to go through the quarterbacks we're going to go through the receivers running backs tight ends all these guys and then we're going to see how these guys change over time and what i'm excited to do this year that we haven't done yet is going back to last year because we're actually tracking it all really well now and seeing where we were right where we were wrong how some of the changes in these guys values mattered or if they didn't you know um you know aj brown is the perfect example that i kind of go to time and time again he was a 101 player for many many years didn't have the greatest combine had a good one but in the same combine as his teammate dk metcalf dk blew him out of the water aj brown ended up falling to around the 1819 in that rookie draft and i mean look at the steal of that guy that guy was he's Absolutely. such a stud man and you know you have a top three dynasty wide receiver now at the nine spot just because people change their values on this guy. This guy that the, was the 101 through his entire college career until the combine and the the over analysis kind of started to set in. So 
we're going to go through that. We're going to go through these mock draft here today and these rookies and give you some of our thoughts. And that's where it's going to get fun because, you know, we're doing a super flex mock draft. We got quarterbacks in here. There's, there's, you know, at least one tight end that I think we're going to be interested in here. There's quite a few wide receivers that are really standing out this year. Running back, how highly are we going to take these guys? There's a lot of questions and we're going to help you guys get an idea, especially right now with the, you know, you're kind of in the, the, the spot in your, in your leagues where you need to make a decision in, in dynasty where, Either I'm going to be a contender and I'm selling those future first for players now to help me go get that championship, or I'm selling these good players for first. What are these first going to buy me? So that's why we're excited to talk to you guys. But yeah, Dale, any last thoughts before we get into this? I am excited to pick this one-on-one, Calvin. So let's so let's roll it, man. All right. So spoiler <laughs> alert: Dale wanted the one-on-one just so that he could I have did. his I, guy. Um, you did. know, he's got his. Uh, is Ohio State player lined up here, and I might as well already just mm-hmm. put it in here. But it's yep. going to be. I, I, I mean, I, I, I honestly feel for a lot of people that this is going to be a, a, a pinned in player. Um, all, all, all depending on how you are at quarterback, especially in in the super flex league, where that that is one of the more important positions, obviously. But, um, yeah, I'm going with Marvin Harrison Jr. He is a generational talent. Um, I think he's a he's a can't miss. Um, I know people in Superflex get in, uh, just get enamored with quarterbacks and all these potentials with all this and that for the quarterback. But I want a guy that I know is going to score twenty plus points a week. I feel, and mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't feel, I, I don't feel he's necessarily going to do that. You know, week one rookie in the NFL by any means, but he he is him. I'm excited about Marvin Harrison Jr. And I just, I just really hope he doesn't go to a trash organization. That's my, that's, that's my biggest thing. Las so, Vegas Raiders, come on. Yes, down. if he goes to the Raiders, I'll be extremely <laughs> sad, and I will probably have him at the 102. But, so, <laughs> but no, still, yeah, I'm, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. No he, surprise he's here. Fantastic. He, he's a great player, and you know, people are going to say, oh, but it's super flux. You have to take the quarterback. I mean, this guy's probably in year one going to be above Justin Jefferson. He's going to be above Jamar Chase just because of how good his college career was and the hype around this guy with his dad and everything. This guy's his his hype is going to be it's going to be out there. And, you know, if he goes to a good landing spot, which, you know, there's no way he's getting out of a top five NFL draft pick. Right. So, you know, if he goes to a solid player or a solid team, dude, he's just, it's going to be over. So I don't fault you one bit for taking him over a quarterback here. Um, so, and, 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 and two, I, I think he is quarter. He's, I, I was, I don't, I don't necessarily think there's a, there's a player that's necessarily quarterback proof, but I think he's pretty close, which what, with what he's shown this year with Kyle McCord as his quarterback, right. You know, compared to CJ Stroud as his quarterback last year. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's still like a chance he, he gets CJ back, man. Yeah, it, it is very possible. So, right. um, you know, uh, but I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited about Marvin Harrison. All right, so I'll, I'll, uh, I'll make it easy here and and go, Caleb Williams. Yep. Yep. So with Caleb Willem Williams, he is the superstar quarterback out of USC. Um, he's he's really he 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 was a Heisman Trophy winner last year. You know, he's in a Heisman Trophy running again this year. Um, but um. He's he's had a little a little tough time this year. 
um, with some more higher profile defenses. Um, yes, he has. But also, yeah, yeah, he has been. But also, his um, defense is utter garbage, and his offensive line is basically high school players. It seems like so. <laughs> yeah, it's you know, not he, a great situation at yeah, all. Yeah, it is. It is not a great situation. Um, I mean, I mean, he does have some really good. Um, skill skill players like uh zach branch who if you're in devi leagues that's that that's someone you're you, you are really looking forward to but right. um caleb williams i do not fault anybody if they would take him at 101 but um but you know he's probably going to be the number one quarterback off the board yeah for sure and that's why i do think that his skill set i know he's gotten docked and everything i mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie to you and say that I'm not a little concerned about his mentality. I'm pretty concerned. Um, his, yes. his off the field mentality is just, it's not the greatest, not what you want to see from. It's a, different. It's different. Yeah. yeah. He's, and, he's and, very, yeah, yeah. he's and kind I'm, of, he's, he's very self-centered a little bit. And you know, it's not to say that he's, he's not looking out for himself because he is, you know, and mm-hmm. you know, respect to him for that. He's, he's kind of earned it. He's a very, very good player, but you know, I do see it potentially being a little bit of an uh, of a put off to some of the teams. So we'll see what ended up happening. Um, I could see a world where Drake May, who maybe you take here with the next pick, we'll talk about it here in just a second. But um, I think that there is a world where he doesn't end up going as the number one overall pick just because of his his attitude. But um, yeah. I could see him doing an Eli Manning too of. I'm not going to play for you if if he gets drafted by a team he doesn't want to play for. And 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 that's what I'm worried about with him is if he goes to a bad team, I don't think he's going to do well at all. I I don't I don't think he I think he's tired of that and he doesn't I don't think he's I don't think he's mentally strong enough at this point in his career to be able to overcome that and to be successful. Right. Yeah, that's so that's, yeah. that's what we'll see. Yeah. So that puts yeah. you on the clock here at 3. Who are you taking? Yeah, at 103, I am taking the player that you said earlier, Drake May. Um, I think he is inching a little closer um, to Caleb Williams. You know, I think he he he. I I, I think he does have a lot of highlight plays. Um, I mean, he, I think he had a loss against Pittsburgh a few weeks ago. Um, uh, uh, that wasn't great, and he didn't play super great. So, but you know, I think you're gonna have that, and I think he he plays in a pretty pro style offense with uh, Mac Brown as his head coach, which he he was the head coach of Vince Young, um, and Colt McCoy, you know, you know, back in the Texas days in the early 2000s. So, you know, I, I feel I feel he's gonna be fine. You know, I think he's a little bit more pro ready compared to Caleb Williams. Is more of the I I, I know people say that. Caleb Williams is the Patrick Mahomes stereotype, you know, with, with the gunslinger mentality. And I kind of feel that Drake may is more the safer, like Justin Herbert. type. Yeah, for sure. Drake may, he's a good player. Um, you know, he, he would be up there with this last year's draft class. Um, you know, I would still have CJ Stroud, but I'd probably take Drake may number two in, in this last year's draft class. Yeah, so yeah, I think I he's be. got a lot of potential for sure. Um, that leaves me on the clock here at four and I have a little bit of a decision here and, you know, Brock Bowers, oh man, mm-hmm. can we do it again? <laughs> that's the, it's that's the biggest really question. It's really hard to. Yeah. And the problem is I don't think I'm going to, I'm going to go, or I'm not going Brock Bowers. I'm going to go, uh, Malik neighbors. And I just mm, really I like, like this player. Um, I, I was high on him. If you remember, we, if you guys listened to it, we, did a 
prospect review um, months ago, right? Where we kind of mentioned some of these guys early mm-hmm. with some initial rankings on them. And Malik Neighbors was a guy that I was like, watch this guy because I think he has potential to really become a stud. And, you know, Neighbors has shown out pretty well this year in in college and i think he's cemented himself as the number two wide receiver in this class you know there's a couple other guys that we're going to probably talk about here in this in this draft but um yeah i like malik neighbors a lot and i like what his potential is and you look at the size too i mean six six foot tall 200 pounds he's projected a 4440 flat so Mm -hmm. you know the dude can move he's not He's not the fastest guy, but I think he's the prototypical possession wide receiver for an NFL offense. Yeah, yeah, and I, I agree with that. Um, I I don't watch a lot of uh, a lot of LSU football or really uh, SEC, but you know he he is a pretty elite talent, and and it, and it's been helping him having a better quarterback. Um, I think I think it's Jalen Daniels is the is their quarterback. Um. At, at, at LSU. So, um, yeah, he's played pretty well. And I, I, I think his game is going to translate well. And, and he's in another long line of LSU wide receivers that are train are, are going to keep transitioning into the league for sure. So that puts you on the clock here at five and I'm going to keep that decision on you. What are you looking yeah, at? Here? So, I mean, if, if it was tight end premium, I would, I would smash Brock Bowers, but I'm, I, I'm a little hesitant on, where he's going to go. Cause I know we've had uh, like, like early first round tight ends, you know, like with TJ Hawkinson, mm-hmm. you know, most notably Kyle Pitts, which, yeah. which a lot of people think that, <clears throat> that, that he's the greatest thing since Kyle Pitts. And we see what Kyle Pitts has become in Atlanta, but the problem that's a lot with, of, uh, yeah. And the problem with Pitts is not that's more, the talent that's more of Pitts. Smith. It's yeah. just, yeah, yes. it's just the offense. They need a quarterback they, so it's, yeah, bad. It, it's, it's, it's a scheme. Yeah, it, it's a scheme too, but that's beside the point. But yeah, but I'm, I'm going to skip on Brock Bowers and I'm going to go with the wide receiver out of Washington. Uh, Rome, Rome, I'm going to butcher Rome, his name. It, it's just Rome. Yeah, Rome Odunze. Yes, that is exactly. I, yep. I, I, probably, I probably mispronounced that, and I'm very <laughs> sorry, and I will learn how that name is pronounced. But I'm going with Rome Odunze, wide receiver out of Washington. Um, he's been playing across from, well, he's he, he's been playing with Michael Penix, who we're probably going to talk about today, um, and who is probably probably has a good chance to win the Heisman this year. Um, and they've just been slinging it all, all the way out there on, 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 on the left coast there. And, um, you know, he, he's, he's a very prototypical size at, at six, three, um, you know, he's probably going to run, run a mid, you know, a four, uh, a, you know, four, four, five, you know, mm-hmm. so, you know, you, you know, like he's, he's just an athletic freak and those athletic freaks usually translate pretty well in the NFL, you know, like at least they have a, a good chance. So, right. um, I think he can be that guy. Yeah, he's a, he's a good player. Um, again, that's why I was saying with neighbors is I think he's the number two in this class, but Rome Adunze is someone that people are very, very high on. And um, whether it is because of Penix or or not, that's kind of to be t- determined, right? But a mm-hmm. lot of people have put him as the number two in this class above Malik. But it's kind of a, a running gun battle between those two right now as to who yes. who's yep. going to be who. Um, yep. 
All right, now six overall. We're still in super flex, and that's where it's it's getting tough here. Um, you know, there's some guys that I really like. Michael Penix is a guy that I I know you didn't like him a ton, um, but this year he's really kind of proven himself a lot more, in my opinion. And you know, he had the injury. I, I hear all of that with the injury stuff. Yeah, but I think he had two separate injuries. Yeah, and, he, and he's and and and, and he's, he's like a super super than- senior, right? Yeah, I think he is. I'll, I'll find his age. He's older because he's missed. I think this is like his sixth or seventh year of college yes. um, football right now, and it's all I, because well, of injury. So and COVID, you know, they it was kind of a weird situation for this guy. But he's actually not going to be my pick here. The guy that I like a little bit more, and again, Brock Bowers is still there, but I just I cannot commit to him after what we saw from from Pitts, you know, if you could tell me that, mm-hmm. that Brock Bowers was going to get the Sam Laporta treatment, dude, yep. I'd be taking him like number two overall. The dude is yep. way more talented than Sam Laporta. And I love Sam Laporta, but Brock Bowers is a freak of nature yes. Um, yes. at the, at the tight end position. But the guy that I'm actually going to be talking about here and taking is going to be Bo Nix with Oregon. Really? And, yep. I like oh, Bo Nix. Really? We talked about Bo Nix last he- year. He he he's he's also a super super super. I know senior. I know he's, he's older. He's, he's, but he's played for he's played forever. I know I do, I know, but I like this offense with him a little bit more, and mm-hmm. I think that he's a little bit more stable in the current NFL mm-hmm. than Michael Penix is, and that's the only I thing agree. that that kind of scares me off of Penix is just he's a good player, but I think that you know Bo Nix, I just like him a little bit more. I think he's a little bit safer of a prospect than Michael Penix, but that does not make Michael Penix bad by any means. Um, Bo Nix, we talked about him last year with the rookies. He ultimately ended up going back to college, so you know went back for another year. We had to wait one year, but I think this guy would have been a fringe first-round pick this year. I would have taken Bo Nix over Will Levis, and we saw what Will Levis did yeah. this last weekend. So, you know, there, there's potential yep. there for sure. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, I, I do like Bo Nix as, as, as QB3 in this, in, this, in, this, uh, well, in this draft class so far. You know, I feel he, he's, he's played a lot of football, and I know a lot of teams like their quarterbacks to have a lot of starts. You know, I, I think, I think that Bill Parcells said that like he wanted his, his, uh, his college quarterback that came in to have like 20 plus starts. Um, it, well, no, I think it was 30 starts with 20 wins or some, something crazy that doesn't happen anymore. And Bo Nix has been at two pretty marquee programs, at, at, you know, at Auburn and then he's, and then he's at Oregon the past couple of years. So, you know, I, 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 I do think his game translates a little bit better yep. um, than, you know, than Michael Penix and, you know, uh, uh, Sanders as well. That, I that think we Sanders is about. going back. I don't even, the, the reason why I'm not yeah, talking uh, about him is I think he's going to commit to one more year. Um, I, there's I, just I been too much up and down with him that, you know, I, I think he's going to go back. So, um, right. we'll see, but you know, who knows what, what Deion Sanders has in terms of connections with these guys. But I think ultimately, uh, Sanders just needs one more, one more year. So, no, I, I definitely agree. And that, and, and, and that team in Boulder is a little, it's a little rocky right now, but you know, yeah. what's the say that they can't be better next year because they've the, already made it'll 100% at least some be bounds better. improvements. Yeah. Yes, say yes, what you 100%. will about Deion Sanders. 
Coach Prime, you know. <laughs> well, he also took over a horrible Buffalo oh, team. Oh, yeah, they for sure. They were 1-11 last year. And right. They have Say all what new you, players. And... Right. Say what you want about him. You know, he's kind of obnoxious at times, and yeah, I don't really yeah. enjoy his, his whole persona and stuff, but – he does what he's got to do to get the recruiting, man. And I, I respect it. He, but, he you know, when you talk Absolutely. all that crap, you got to back it up. And he hasn't done that yet, but you got to give him a little bit of time. And I, I'm i excited for that team going forward. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think Sanders needs one more year. He's a little bit of a raw candidate as it is anyway. So, yeah, um, all right, you're on the clock here at 7. Who are you, who are you looking at? All right. Um, I mean, at this point, like, I might, I might look running back. Like, there's running backs that we haven't even – I mean – I mean, like we haven't even thought about taking a running back. I know it's, it's running back just class not, is it's a good one, but it's, it's not elite. It, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's it's. I think it's a little. It's lesser than last year's class. Well, I I, I feel last year's class was really heavy with Bijan. Oh and, yeah, for you know, sure. I kind of I, I I kind of feel it's very similar, like with the mid round guys that are going to be decent in on your dynasty squad for a little bit and be able to. I supplement yeah. some of that, but I like but some I, of these guys I, more than some of the guys that went in this draft class, but yes, yes, you know, we'll, I agree. We'll talk about them here soon. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not picking one of those. I, I kind of feel if I'm at the one Oh seven, you know, I'm, I'm on that fringe playoff, you know, I, you know, I barely made the playoffs, you know, mm-hmm. I got ousted pretty early. I think I'm going to go for the home run shot here and I'm going to go with Brock Bowers. Ooh. I think I, 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 I really think at this point in the draft, I think he feels better than, you know, you know, I mean, I mean, I picked at, at the 105, you know, I, I thought about taking a mayor. So, you know, if, if he fell to me at 107, which I've seen like Jamar Chase fall there, I've seen, you know, Justin Jefferson fall further than that. AG yeah. Brown, like you said before, yep. you know, and I feel he is a, he's another generational talent Justin that Jefferson, we can see. Yeah. Ten, yeah. yeah. There's the yeah. list goes on. Yes. It's almost well, better yes. to sometimes pick in the, the six to 10 range but I feel it's, I feel it's much better because, because you're, because I, I I feel a lot of these people, I mean, in the first half of the, of your draft, like like half of these guys are going to hit and the other half's not. And you're, and, and, and and your team's already not very good anyways, you know, (laughs) too. So yeah, I think that's the biggest thing is people try to get the, the superstars, like the, the slam dunks. Right. And, you know, there's always Saquon was probably a slam dunk, you know, Bijan. Yeah, Yeah, he he was. It hasn't paid off so well yet, but I would say Bijan's probably a slam dunk, too. You know what I mean? So, um, but no, I I, I think that Brock Bowers at 107 is amazing value. So, you know, I can't fault you that. Again, if he gets the Sam Laporta treatment, like goodness At, gracious! As long as he man. doesn't go to Atlanta, he'll be just fine. Oh yeah, <laughs> so, he probably will. To be honest, he probably absolutely will. They'll say, will, "Oh, it's Georgia." Scream. You know, it's you yes. know they're gonna have a top pick. Scream. Probably, it's, yes. it's gonna be uh, gonna be It'll a be good wild. time. All right, now here at one eight, this is actually where I think I am going to dip into. Um, now again, Michael Penix might be a first round pick. We'll see how that kind of changes after the actual NFL draft. But at this point in time, I think he's kind of fringe in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but I think there is a running back that I really like, and that's going to be, and this is another guy I was high on early, right? And it's mm-hmm. it's kind of coming to fruition here. But Braylon Allen. Um, with the Wisconsin, he's the Wisconsin running back. This yep. dude is a beast. He is a beast of a human being. 245 pounds. 
Six foot two, he's like Derrick Henry size, but he is very fast. He's projected to run a four four flat at six at two hundred and forty five pounds. Like if he can run around, like in the two fours, or sorry, the the two fours, the four fours, you know, anywhere under four five, dude is gonna get insanely exploded yes. up the the draft well, and, boards. And 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 the biggest thing too is he's only nineteen. Yeah, he's, he's only known. nineteen years old right yep. now. He, yeah, and, he's only in 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 and, and he and he's gonna turn twenty next year. You know, like it's it's next calendar year. Right. So yeah, he he he's very exciting. Um, I think the biggest thing is that he's 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 been a little bit injured. Mm-hmm. You know, the past couple years. You know, it it was his freshman year. Uh, he. He really ex- exploded on the scene at Wisconsin. You know, he was this next big thing. And then the past couple of years, he's kind of, he's been, he's, he's been good, but he's been a little bit injured. He's had that some, some of those problems. Oh yeah, for sure. And, and then, and then last week's game when he played Ohio state, he, he got injured in the first half and he, in, 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 in the beginning of that, like he didn't play very well either. So, right. you know, that's not, that's a little, a little bit concerning, you know, with all these running backs in the NFL, but you know, I, I, I do feel it's, it's hard to go wrong with Braylon Allen here. Yeah, for sure. And I, I do think that the kid, he's young. He, I mean, if he's, he, if he's, I think, uh, this guy is one, somebody who set the running back, uh, squat record for college. Like, He's out squatted what Saquon was able to be squatting when he was in college, right? And uh, this guy is a beast. Like, he is very, very strong. And if he's that big and that strong already at 19, imagine when he gets, like, man-sized, dude. Like, Mm -hmm. he could be legitimately the next Derrick Henry. And, you know, I I like this guy a lot. I think that he's going to ultimately be the number one. He's going to be a second-round pick in the draft. But... Mm -hmm. We'll see how that ultimately goes, but I want to put my stamp on this kid now. I really like the talent of this guy. And uh, yeah. at 1'8", if, if you're getting the next Derrick Henry, ooh, baby, that could be, uh, yeah. that could be spicy. Yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I, I like another running back in this class, but I'm a little biased, but sure. that's just me personally. Oh, you mean you're but, uh, Ohio State. Hey, you're yeah, allowed two yeah, more. Yeah. You're allowed two more. Yeah, I know, you only got I know, two more picks, I know. So. I know. And, 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 and ironically enough, I have two more picks. Yeah, so there you go. There you go. I, I could still go for it, but... All right, um, you're on the clock I mean, here. Who are you taking yes, then at yes. nine? I, I thought about going Travion Henderson. I really love Travion Henderson. I think he is more of a game breaker than Braylon Allen. Sure. But man, this dude cannot stay on the field. I know. He cannot. Know. He cannot. He cannot. And it's it's it drives me nuts. It drives me nuts. So I, I, I can't have that on my squad. I, I, I want somebody that's dependable. I also thought about going with um with the wide receiver from Ohio State w- 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 with Emeka Igbuka. But again, he's I, I think he's dealing with a hamstring injury. Um, You know, I'm I mean, I'm really excited about this guy. You know, he's he's lightning quick. But, you know, if you have a soft tissue injury like you don't want to, you know, w- with a guy that fast, like that takes away some of his some of his game. So. Um, so I, I think I'm going to go with, um, it's, it's, it's with some of the hotness here with, uh, with Keon Coleman from okay. Florida state is, is who I'm going to go with. Wide receiver, so, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. He, he's, okay. Yeah. 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 He's a, he's a wide receiver. Um, I also thought about going with Xavier worthy, worthy. Um, you know, he, he's another lightning quick guy, but, um, I, 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 I like my wide receivers to have, you know, some, some height, some speed, you know, good hands. And he's played really, really well with uh, Jordan Travis this year, uh, Keon Coleman, um, and I, I think he's going to rise on a lot of boards. You know, I'm um, so you know 
he was at Michigan State his you know uh, it was a couple years ago and then he transferred over to 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 Florida State um and he's he's played really well and I I think he can be a rising star yeah he's um he's not someone I'm super familiar with I know you know there's a lot of guys in this one there's there's going to be a lot of guys we're not even going to talk about here today. Xavier yes. Leggett is another guy. Amika Mbuka is is somebody Xavier Worthy. You kind of mentioned these guys. Um, there's no other real tight end, so you know Brock Bowers is pretty much it. There's going to be guys nope. that are going to be fringe first round picks, maybe like Jaheim Bell, for example, is somebody to keep an eye on. Uh, Jatavian Sanders from Texas, but you know, these guys are fringe first round picks. I, I don't even know if they're going to get that. And they're not necessarily guys that I want to take in a first round rookie draft, unless it's tight end premium and like heavy tight end premium. But um, Brock Bowers is probably the only one. So there's a lot of wide receivers. There's quite a few quarterbacks. It's a very, very good quarterback class. And, you know, we're barely touching the running backs here. So there's a lot of guys and, you know, Keon Coleman is just someone that I don't have a ton of, of knowledge on yet, but he's definitely on my list of someone to get to. So, um, we'll see how, how things shake out here for sure. But you know, he's, he's someone that is, I've heard his name rise in the mm-hmm. boards for sure. So, yep. all right. I guess right, here so I'm, we- I'm going to have to take Michael Penix, um, you don't just, have to take Michael Penix here. <laughs> I think I do, man. It's a it's a super flex mock draft, and it's one ten. Like you feel like I feel like we kind of have to take him here. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I I, I definitely hear that. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of Michael Penix. I saw. I mean, he he has matured. He's he has he's doing a lot better. Um, by the way, I did I did look up his age. He's he's 23 and will turn 24 um in 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 may next year so i mean i don't really um, care so much about the yeah yeah i I, I know that i know that i know know, but yeah there's some people out there that it's 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 just something to be aware of right there's people out there that talk about it like it matters that much it's like who cares like as long as you can perform when you're on the field nobody cares if you're 23 or 24 nobody cares so 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 with Michael Penix, my worry is is that when he played in the Big Ten, he was hot garbage. He was right. not very he, he he was electric, but he was he was pretty turnover heavy. I mean he 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 played at Indiana, which didn't really help him that much. Right. Um and then and then he's gone to Washington, he's done really well. Um but he's yeah, also he's played played against, much better. He's played much better, but he's played much better against much worse defenses. I so agree. That, I agree. There's that, something that, to that, that's but something to keep in mind though. at the same time, you yeah. know, there, you look at Caleb Williams, we talked about him a little bit earlier. He hasn't played stellar against good defenses, but yep. you know, sometimes you throw these guys into the deep end, right? F- trial by fire with Michael Penix, for example, gets destroyed by tougher defenses, goes to a weaker conference and just starts balling out. That's something that can potentially help these guys with their confidence and, you know, kind of resurrect their career a little bit in terms of it just gets his mind right in terms of, you know, he knows he can do well and, you know, you've, it helps him develop his skills where he's not trying to do it on the fly against better defenses. So I do like that Michael Penix has improved since he's gone to Washington. Like that's a very important step to me personally. And I like Michael Penix a little bit more than you anyway. I do think that he has a little bit more upside. We'll see how the NFL kind of treats this guy for sure. That's going to be the biggest uh, decision factor on Michael Penix is, is he going to be like a decently high? Is he going to be like a Daniel Jones, like top 20 
quarterback, first-round pick, or is he going to be someone I like think. a Will Levis who falls high in the second round? Or uh, yeah, um, I, 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 I I can see that. Or or like with Kenny Pickett did in, in, yeah. in the middle of the of the first yeah, round for sure. I I, I I think my worry and it's with Penix though is that I don't I don't think he really he does he I mean he he, he can move around, but he has. Mm-hmm. I mean, he has a twice surgically repaired knee. Right. So yeah, that's that's it's um, not that, good. that's something that's something to keep in mind. Don't send him. I mean, to I'm, Jimmy Garoppolo yeah. school of quarterbacking, but uh, you know, exactly. Like, so, no, exactly. but it, the nice thing for Michael Penix is if he gets drafted that late, you know, like let's say he does go in the twenties, the the teen late teens or twenties, right? It's entirely possible he goes somewhere that has a very stable situation around him, yes. right? Where yes. it might actually 100%. be better for him where he gets to kind of come into a better situation. Whereas Caleb Williams might go to, you know, Denver who or whoever, pick your choice of the guys vying for the number one overall pick right now. Like, let's say Caleb Williams goes to Chicago with Marvin Harrison Jr., that's not bad. It's not a terrible situation, but that offensive line is terrible. You know what I mean? Like, and and they're it's not going to be able to fix it in one off season, especially when you're giving up your your second round picks for Montez Sweat, and then you know it, it's just there are bad situations where these good players, like look at Trevor Lawrence for example. He went to Jacksonville, which was a dumpster fire when he went there. Right? They've they've kind of picked things up since they've gone to uh, to Doug Peterson, but. You know, it, it's entirely possible that not going top 10 can actually be better for your career. So um, <laughs> Michael Penix, I, especially in the Superflex, I think that he's going to ultimately be a first round pick in a Superflex. So felt like the point right here of getting him is is not too crazy. So, um, yeah, yeah. And, and, and yeah. And then and then and then like at the 110, like that's a, a pretty good spot and, and, right. and a pretty safe spot for your team, too, because you probably have a couple quarterbacks and, right. you're, and, and you're yeah. able to wait on this guy. If, if, if he hits, that's great. Right. So. Exactly. Like look at Will Levis. He was a first round, like yeah. fringe first round pick and he was a second round draft pick. Right. And a, people were a, very a mid, polarized a mid on second him. Round pick. Right. Yes. Yep. Yes. So I like Michael Penix a little bit more than, um, than, than Will Levis, but you know, I could see other people, I could see him being the same as, as Will Levis being very polarized. So, um, yeah. you're up I mean, here at 11. I mean, who are you, who are you feeling with your last pick? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with my guy, Travion Henderson. I know I talked about ah, him at the, at the, at the 109, at, at the 109. Um, I, I, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of piggybacking off, off of what I said about Michael Penix. If, if, if you're picking this late in, in your first round, like you're going for guys that are going to be explosive, can kind of give you like the Devon HN week sometimes, you know, and just go nuts. And I think Travion Henderson can be that guy. Like he has the passing catching, he has the pass catching chops. You know, he's he's very smooth with it, how he runs. It's just the thing is, is can he stay healthy? If he can stay healthy, he's going to be electric. He's going to be fantastic. And 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 at one eleven, he's going to be worth that pick if he's able to stay healthy the majority of the time. So yeah, for sure. You know, I'm I'm yeah, I'm more than happy of taking Trevion Henderson, my guy. You know, I'm very happy I got to take two Ohio State players and i will i i will run away with that yeah for sure and i i do think that um it's it, it's potentially amazing like league winning value here because yes. travion henderson look at um the 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 yeah he's just someone that could definitely explode and who he i wanted to comp can. him with was um 
DeAndre Swift from a couple years ago. DeAndre Swift yeah. was kind of the the fourth guy in that, you know, he goes to Detroit. People weren't excited about him. That was the same draft class as Clyde Edwards-Alaire, as uh, J.K. Dobbins, rest in peace, as, uh, as Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor. Taylor, right? And that was also Jerry Judy, C.D. Lamb, Justin Jefferson. There was a lot of good players in that one. So ultimately, yes. DeAndre Swift fell down the board a little bit. And, you know, he he's been a little bit up and down through his career, but I would say DeAndre Swift is pretty comfortably locked in right now, especially with the Eagles, where Travion Henderson is is who I kind of picture that as. Is He's someone who might fall a little bit further down the boards, but he has the talent to slam in the right situation. You 100%. Know what I mean? So, 100%. no, I, I like that a lot. And um, for my last pick, I'm actually going to – double up here on Ohio State and I'm going with your wide receiver here. Emeka how do you say his last Emeka, name? Emeka Emeka Egbuka. Emeka Egbuka. So yeah, that's uh um I'm gonna have to try and remember that for <laughs> for the season, but this guy, you know, he, he gets no love because of Marvin Harrison. At least I get to get a wide receiver from Ohio State because these guys are just yep. they're grown on trees down there. But uh they are, they but are. no, great. this guy's a good man. player. He just doesn't get he much is. love because of Marvin Harrison. I, I honestly well, believe that. Well well in 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 the in the problem this year, he's been injured. He was fantastic last year. You know, he 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 he, right. he was uh well it, it's it's for Stroud, like he was his safety valve. He was. Right. You know, it, it without he, he, uh I, without Jason, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, absolutely, absolutely. Like, like he took the JSN role, you know, and yep. I, I feel he's the same size as JSN roughly, but he's faster. Yeah, I feel um, bad you know, for this guy know. because he didn't Abuka Egbuka. He he played with um, Olave and Garrett Wilson, right? He was on the team. He was a rookie at that time, right? I I believe so. Yeah. A fresh or freshman, I guess, I guess rookie. Freshman, but yeah. he was a yeah. freshman with. with he, so he's played behind uh, Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. He played behind Marvin Harrison. He's played behind uh JSN. Like the dude is just like he he's playing with with just amazing that's, yeah, wide yeah. receivers. And, and, that's the and, draft and capital and ahead of him, right? And he's stuck it out. Right. And he's yeah. gonna and, and and he's gonna be another great one. You know, yeah. I, I feel he's I, I I know some people might think of, you know, like like, like they can think of like um Jameson Williams. You know, like comes, you know, you know, it's, it's, it's for me is some, somebody that, you know, it's this fast guy from that was a high state player that transferred. Um, right. That is not, a, that's not a book. He is more of a run after the catch guy. He's not, I mean, he, 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 he is a big play guy, but he's going to make people miss. He's going to make people look foolish in the NFL. Yeah, I, I agree. I think he, like, I, I, now I'm not as locked in on him as you are, but I do think that this guy has the potential to be an amazing slot wide receiver for an no, NFL team. And, 100%. you know, that does not mean as much as it used to. People used to avoid the slot like crazy. But, um, you know, with PPR leagues being so popular, like, you know, tell me that this guy goes to the Rams and gets 14 targets a game. Like, I think that's fine. You know, there's a lot of places where this guy will go. I think he's going to be a first round pick as well. Um you know, I would rather have him than than Keon Coleman, but again, I don't know much about right. Keon Coleman yet. So, um, but you know, he's right there in the the discussion for me between. Um, so obviously, it's Marvin Harrison number one. I like Malik Neighbors number two, but Roma Dunze and Amika Buka, um, those guys are right there at three for, three four for me. So that's where it's going to be interesting how the NFL values this guy. But again, I think for fantasy football, he will be 
just fine for sure. So, um, you know, the, the takeaways from this mock draft, I guess, what are your main takeaways from, from, uh, from the mock so far? Um, I would say draft your, um, draft your Ohio state wide receivers. Really? No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, it's, it's, it's that it's, yeah, I, I think that it's the top players are, are very elite. And then mm-hmm. there's a lot of guys that are still really good in, in like a tier below, but there's a lot of them. Where do you think so, the tier break know, is right now? If you're looking at this um, first round, I would probably, I'd say it's probably right around nine, right? Yeah. Eight, nine. I, I, you I could, could say so. Braylon Allen yeah. is, is a tier down, but, um, I think that yeah. I mean, I I I would say, I I would say Bo Nix is in the tier down in my opinion. You know, in t- swapping Brock Bowers, like obviously yes. Brock Bowers is yes. is that elite yes. talent, but yes, I in a super I would I, yeah, I, I would I would probably say the top six are are the are the you know premier players. Sure, and then and then it's like a half step down to these other guys. Sure, but the the yeah, it's a deep class for sure. Yes, and the nice yes. thing for 100%. me, the biggest takeaways are. It's an amazing, and you know, it's, it's been like this for years, but it's like, oh, every year there's more and more wide receivers this year. Last year was the, the small guys, right? You got Josh Downs, you've got, uh, Zay Flowers, you've got all these just short guys, Jordan Addison, they're fast and they're tiny. And this year is just a resurgence. So, all right, boys, the, the, let the adults come in here because yes. we're, we're coming yes. in to play because these guys, like you talked about with Marvin Harrison, this guy is six foot four, two oh five. Uh, Malik Neighbors is six foot, 205 pounds. Like these guys are big dudes and they are possession yes. guys. And yes. that's where I love this wide receiver class. And then you couple that with the quarterback class. Again, you've got a few question marks on Bo Nix. You've got a few question marks on Michael Penix, but... I do think that these guys ultimately in Superflex are going to be potential long-term starters. You look at the state of the the, the quarterback in the NFL, guys are getting injured left, right, and center. You know, you've got you've are. got Desmond Ritter out there starting for for franchises where I think Bo Nix would be able to instantly be the quarterback one for Atlanta if you yeah. were to go there, right? So hundred percent. You know, I think that it's a great class for quarterback reloading that that tier you know that middle tier of guys with a couple potential elites with Caleb Williams and Drake May wide receiver you've got it all over the board that it's going to refill that as well you've got the elite Brock Bowers and then again I like Braylon Allen I think that there's a couple Travion Henderson there's there's a lot of potential like superstars that are going to you know revamp these positions and reload them to an amazing level so Hopefully you guys like that as well. Let us know your thoughts down below in the comments. If there's anybody that we missed out on that we're, we should be looking at, or if you disagree with any of these picks, I mean, you can let us know. But for a super flex 100%. mock draft, you know, I, I feel like this is more than likely you're not going to have a homer in most leagues. That's going to take Marvin Harrison. I don't blame it, but, you know, Caleb Williams, yep. Drake May, Marvin Harrison Jr., that's going to be your top three in, in some yep order or another right so um it just depends how it's going to fall in the actual nfl draft so yeah hopefully you guys like this mock draft let us know your thoughts down below dale any last thoughts here before we get here nope just send it home all right well thank you guys for joining us here today you can find us again on twitter at tdc underscore calvin for myself at dynasty underscore dale for my co-host here and the podcast at ff after dark now we've been doing the betting after dark podcast as well coming out every saturday we've been you know 
some pretty good bets, a couple of down weeks here, but you know, that's just betting in general. Some of my bets, I, I've been hitting a lot of them, but you know, I, I parlay the wrong ones together or something like that. So I'm learning the same as, as you guys are out there, but so hopefully you guys are sticking with it, but my sister's been killing it. And, uh, you know, we're still up money on the season. I'm up 160 bucks so far. Uh, nice. So it's, it's pretty good. 16% return on investment in in one month's time is uh better than the stock market at this point so uh hopefully you guys like that podcast go check that out it drops every saturday morning so you know if you're looking for a little bit of sports betting some of the best bets for the week we're gonna have those covered for you guys there and uh I'll learn how to, I, I, I'm good at doing the parlays when I'm not on the podcast, which is hilarious, but we'll, we'll get there. We're, we're going to get there for you guys. Make sure you guys are making a ton of money with me. So that said, thank you guys so much for joining us here tonight. Check out, make sure you subscribe to the channel, the YouTube channel. We're going to be adding more and more content nonstop throughout the off season and throughout the NFL season. So make sure you guys are tuned in and thank you guys for joining us until next time. Have a good night. And we all got dreams, we all want things, but what you gonna do for it, how you gonna move for it, what you gonna be?